Talking about movies, talking about films, talking about actors and directors and whatever else we feel like movies and films. Welcome to Movies and Films. This is the podcast where your two hosts, Jake and Joel, watch and discuss a new movie each week. We've both compiled a list of 20 of our favorite movies of all time, and we're taking turns picking movies one at a time off of each other's list. This week's movie is Galaxy Quest. We'd love it if you guys watched it with us and let us know what you thought of it. You can find us on Instagram at Movies and Films Pod. You can also find us on Facebook at Movies and Films with Jake and Joel. If you want to email us, you can email us at Movies and Films Pod at gmail.com. Hope you guys enjoy. Episode 16. We're at episode 16. Man, almost almost through the first season. I'll, just electrifying stuff. Uh, <laughs> I think. I think it's great. We, this is, uh, we are at Galaxy Quest. Yeah. Episode 16 is Galaxy Quest 1999 off of my list. So let's jump into it, Jake. Yeah. Summarize Galaxy Quest for me. Um, before I do, I watched yeah. this. I was in Charlotte for some training for work. Okay. And I watched it in my hotel room. Nice. After, okay. <laughs> after the day's events or whatever. Great. So, uh, yeah. yeah, it was good. I enjoy it. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Love it. Oh, let's get into it. All right. So, Tim Allen essentially is William Shatner, right? Yeah. In this movie. For a TV series that right. ended about 20 years ago. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, Galaxy Quest was a Star Trek basically Star Trek TV show yeah. um, that ran, and Tim Allen was the star. He played the Captain Kirk character. Yeah. So what they're doing, the, the cast of this this TV show is basically living off of Comic-Cons. Like, they go to these conventions and, yeah. and do speeches and come out, yeah. and everybody loves them, you know, and, and all this stuff. So that's kind of where we pick up our characters. They're yep. at this Comic-Con event, and they're so tired of doing it, except for... Tim Allen's character. Because everyone just loves him. Right, because they eat him up, right? Because yeah. he's like the guy. But by the way, funny like funny parallel between this and uh, Rick Dalton from Once Upon a Time. Oh, yeah. Because they canceled the show because he wanted to do movies. Right. That's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's another actually parallel between that and a movie Ooh. that we have watched before that I'll bring up later. Love it. Um, so they're at the convention. Yeah, so they're at the convention. I, I have a note here that says Alan Rickman is just Snape with alien headgear on <laughs> in this movie, and it's great. Uh-huh, yeah. Um, He's so, a thespian. He's a super serious theater actor. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so they're at this convention, and what happens at this convention? The, it's just establishing it's just their establishing, relationship. They yeah. all resent him. Yeah, and they don't like him. He's late. He doesn't take things seriously. He takes gigs without them. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. But it's basically establishing that he's just a jerk. A jerk. Yeah. That's what I thought. Okay. So, yeah. but really, the, the story gets going that yeah. night. He comes home and he kind of hits rock bottom uh, when he realizes that he's washed up. People don't like him. He like overhears yeah. somebody in the bathroom. Yeah. You know, at the convention. Talking about how no, nobody people, likes yeah. him. Yeah. So he kind of hits rock bottom. He gets drunk and like passes out. And then the next morning, these aliens come to the door yeah. and like knock on his... Who had tried to... Yeah, we also see they approach him at the convention. Yeah. Plus, we get Justin Long's character. We get to see yes. uh, these these super fans. Yeah, They're, so yeah, yeah they, they come up and he kind of blows them off because he is yeah. mad at that the he has heard thing. something in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. um, so anyway, these aliens come and they're like... 
they're super weird. Rain Wilson is one of them. Yes, he is. So I thought that was great. Yeah, it's like one line in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> I wish he had more to do. Yeah. But um, he, so they, they're like, we need your help. We're yeah. being attacked by these aliens. And he's like, okay. He thinks it's a gig. Yeah. So he's like going, he goes with them. Clearly this kind of thing has happened before. <laughs> right. So he goes with them and turns out they actually take him to space. Like he, uh-huh. like they're real aliens, um, and they are being attacked by this bad group of aliens. What is the alien race called? Do you remember? I don't remember. I don't remember. But his, the Ceres is Ceres the, is, is the, the bad is guy, the yeah. main bad guy, and his his group are yeah. oppressing this. Yeah, the nice aliens. And they're demanding that they surrender and give right. them all their yes. whatever. Yeah. Here is the the um, funny parallel I found. Yeah. So they abduct. Tim Allen's character because they think that he's a real space commander. Right. But in Toy Story, Tim yes. Allen okay, is I, the one that thinks he's I a real space this commander. Too. Yes. <laughs> I thought that was very funny. It is really funny. Um, yeah. Anyway, so eventually the whole crew, you know, he so he's up there and he's like, just shoot at him. Just throw everything yeah. we got at him. And they're <laughs> like, really? Because <laughs> he thinks it's, you know, fake. He thinks yeah. it's a gig or whatever. Yeah. And so they do. And he's like, okay, a, a war. Yeah. So he's like, okay, good, problem solved. And they send him back to Earth. Yeah. And obviously that didn't go well. Right. And the 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 bad guys are very angry uh-huh. with what happened. And they bring the whole crew back the second time. So they come back down. It's like, look, it didn't work. <laughs> like they're they're very. And the mad crew at us. thinks it's just a gig that he's taking another gig that he's taking right, without them. Exactly. And they're like, well, um, we want to come. Right. So they bring them all. <laughs> So they all go up there. <laughs> and the aliens are like, great, we got them all. Right. Yeah. And, you know, they're all, of course, they think that they're these real characters. Yeah. From it the should TV be said at this they point, played. they think that the TV show is, they call it historical documents. Yeah. And the aliens have formed their entire race around this TV show. Yeah, like they built their ships, you know, they, all their technology is all yes. based on this Galaxy Quest TV show. Yes. This enemy alien race starts attacking Mm-hmm. And like messes up their ship, and they have to fly through this mine field, mm-hmm. and there's a bunch of craziness that happens. Yeah. And they they basically they need a part that was damaged during this attack. Mm-hmm. Um, so they go down to this planet, which is all very Star Trek. Yes, it's very Star Trek. Of course, you got to go down to the planet because we yeah. need a you know we need this part or yep. we need to rescue some you know whatever. But yeah. so they go down and they. They get the part. The part is being guarded by these small alien creatures. Yeah. Um, anyway, long story short, they do get the part, and they bring it back up. Um, but Jason gets left down on the planet, and yeah. he has to fight this rock rock monster. monster. Yeah. Um, and he, they eventually do beam him up. At this point, the crew comes clean, right? Because they get back up, and Saris is there. Yeah, he's finally so, caught up with them. Right. So they, they kind of come clean to Saris and the crew that, look, you know, we are just actors. You know, we're not real space pilots or and whatever. And the, the, uh, the Thermians, the, the good Thermians, aliens, yes. they don't know how to lie. So they ha- that's why they think that this TV show is real. Okay. But Saris and his guys, they understand what lying is. So as soon right. as he hears, Saris is like, oh, my, this is hilarious. Right. Tell him. Tell him. No, I want to watch you tell him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't catch that. That that's why they couldn't understand yeah, that because he tries to tell them at first, and then 
he he goes oh you know his laugh that he yes. does yeah and he says oh yes lying is new concept to us Saris does it all the time we're starting to pick up on it he says oh that yeah I missed that line okay okay cool so that's I think that's a big part of that whole scene yeah definitely yeah. okay cool there's this big sort of third act where they split up and they like each have something that like some part to do i'm butchering this but yeah. it's kind of like die hard they're, they're yeah. kind of like sneaking through the ship to try to yeah. retake it yeah from, but basically yeah. they end up killing saris yeah. kill, in quotes yeah right they, they kill him three times <laughs> <laughs> right um <laughs> Which and is then, another Star Trek, I think maybe kind of another yes, Star Trek nod. Yes. Yeah. Um, so they <laughs> they do they do eventually kill Saris. They get back to Earth. They basically crash the ship into the Comic Con mm. event where they're supposed to be. Um, Saris comes out again, uh-huh. and they kill him again in front of all these fans, screaming fans. Yeah, <laughs> which think it's just part of the show. Yeah. Um, and that's that's pretty much where the, and the oh, show gets the re- show gets rebooted. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. Big. The only thing I'd say is that I think one of the big cruxes of the movie is at the end, he has to rely on the help of the fans of the show. Yes, yes. So Justin Long's character, who is this super fan who knows all about you know the tech of the ship and all this stuff, just like people do about the Enterprise. Right. Exactly. So he, you know, uh, Jason from space has to contact Justin Long from Earth, and he kind of helps him get through the ship and do, you know, yeah, yeah. and get to where he needs to go. They can only retake the ship with yeah. the fans' help because they've developed these whole, like, schematics, right. which are basically this, because they're drawing from the show, and that's what the aliens drew from. Right, yeah. To create the so, ship, yeah. 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 So that's yeah. all. I just I thought that was, like, important. Yeah, no, that definitely. I, yeah. I missed, the, I skipped over that. So, yeah, yeah that's Galaxy Quest. Great. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun. I saw this about this time. I think a, a buddy of mine showed it to me. And probably 2000, the year after it came yeah. out on, on VHS, probably. Uh, yeah, great. All right, Achilles heel. What what holds us back? I, I hate how Mathazar talks. Oh, yeah. Like, I, they're supposed to be, they all have like a, a quirk. Uh-huh. You know, they they move weird, yeah. you know, all this stuff. I love their walk. I think it's so funny. It is funny. But how he talks, it it goes beyond funny and it's annoying. <laughs> to me okay so it's like i get that it's supposed to be funny and it may be the funny the first time but yeah. it's like please stop <laughs> okay yeah it doesn't hit me that way at all i just think it's funny for me i have two and i think they're actually really serious oh okay or, or like real you were talking about toy story the lore the world building sure i think there's only so much you can expect from this because it's a comedy right and it's a, like you can't actually develop an entire world that you're parodying but it felt like it it was really a really loving it was a really loving kind of parody of Star Trek. I agree with that. Some people have called this the best Star Trek movie. I've also saw that in, <laughs> yes. in some of the comments okay. on Letterboxd. Yes. I saw that. But there are some things that I think they could have gone maybe an extra ten or fifteen percent with the lore sure. of it or how things actually work. And for me it would have made it a little bit better. Like um the Omega thirteen thing. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. And the the whole point is like, oh, there's this big thing that they found in the show and they don't know what it is. Right. And so the aliens recreate that and they still don't know what it is. And it's like, well, if you didn't know what it was, how, how could you how it? did you recreate, you know, yeah. stuff like that. And yeah. like there's just a couple things like that where I'm like, they're not huge leaps. Like just give it just tweak it a little bit. Yeah. Give us make it a little more watertight and it it's I don't know. Definitely. That, to I, me, I'm just I, I'm always looking for these little chinks in the armor and I'm like, I think that's that would have been easy. It's yeah, not, not I agree. Good. It wouldn't take a whole overhaul. The other thing 
this is more just a different angle, but this is a PG movie, and there's, by the way, a, there's a documentary called Never Give Up, Never Surrender that's about this movie because okay. this is this movie was a huge flop when it came out. Really? Yes. That doesn't surprise I remember. me. And it's, ga- it's gained a huge cult following yeah. ever since because I think it's a great movie. And so the kind of the story of the making of this movie is a little is is shocking hmm. uh what happened with it and it almost got canceled and all this stuff um but it was a, initially a PG-13 rated movie i think i don't think it was r but it's a pretty it's a pretty risque pg yeah. this one is yeah I, I i agree but i think it's because it started right yeah that there. makes a lot of sense and so you see a couple things you see a couple people's mouths move a certain way Oh no! You see, there's yeah. one in particular, Sigourney Weaver near the end. She says, "Forget this" or something like yeah. that. And there's one earlier too. Uh, Tommy, the character of Tommy, says something where it's like, "All right, clearly they ADR'd something yeah, yeah. else there." But the biggest thing is Tony Shalhoub's character, who I love, Frank. Okay, I, I just think is so great. He's a he's a stoner. That's what this uh, character gotcha. is, and that explains a lot about his character. But they had to edit a ton yeah. of stuff out to get it PG. Yeah, yeah. Because they wouldn't. Because the studio didn't believe in this movie, and so they were like, "Listen, if it's PG thirteen, nobody's gonna watch. Nobody's it. gonna watch it." Right. And no one ended up watching it. It's PG either. But so, like, <laughs> a great example is when they send him through when he lands after everyone else does, like that weird gel thing, mm-hmm. and he lands on the ship. He goes and he lets out this huge puff of smoke <laughs> that that was in the original cut of the movie gotcha and it was like that's there's a lot of stuff like that and it kind of explains a little bit about his character and i sure. think it gives it i forget all the details but it gave him more of an arc actually and so you see it cuts there are just some things that it cuts out you can tell that like right. oh there's more to his character but we don't really see it right and so i would say just put that stuff back in make it a pg-13 yeah. movie and i think it actually it would probably yeah, be better give us another cut of it yeah, 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 that would be really fun. All right, safety net. What made this movie better than it could have been? The fact that it it pulls on all of this nostalgia, this Star Trek nostalgia, and, yeah. and it really it's more of a spoof. It's more than a spoof. It, mm-hmm. it is really to me. It felt like this is a tired saying. We've talked uh-huh. about this, but you know what I'm gonna say? A love letter. It feels like a love letter <laughs> to Star Trek. Absolutely, it, but it, does. it really does. You know, it's like yeah. it's not making fun of which is why i hesitate to say spoof because spoof is like you're making fun of the thing that you're yeah like there are spoofs of star wars right yeah there's baseballs yeah yeah but this is more of like a an homage yeah to 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 star trek which and i think that is really what makes the movie so fun to watch yeah and i think that's one reason why i thought it was really important to mention the justin long part at the end right because i think it's it's celebrating the fans and saying, wouldn't it be cool if all these super obsessive fans actually save the day? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> by making a digital model of the starship, right? Yeah. And yeah. It, I think because, you know, because of the way that it's done and the way that it's set up, we feel like we've been there. Like we yeah. feel like we've been in this world before. Yeah. And I think that gives it a leg up. Yes. You know, as a movie because it. Yeah. It you recognize it. right we don't there's no jumps in logic you like there's like we've been here before you know we understand the rules yes. we know like you know there's all these things and so i think yeah. it doesn't have to do a lot of that sort of explaining 
And if I may counter my point from earlier, sure, <laughs> where I said that they could have developed the lore more, I think maybe that's also a bit of an homage. The fact that like some of the, or especially the early Star Trek stuff, like it was more kind of like well, I, how I defended Toy Story by saying like it's not about the lore, it's about the characters, right. and that's what Star Trek is. It's all about the moral conundrums and about kind of the ethics. Right. Like, that's what the that's what's great about those stories. It's yeah. real human problems yeah. and uh, questions that need answering. The prime directive. The prime directive, exactly. And I've it's not seen Star so Trek, much, man. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not, but like, that's what it's about. Yeah, You know, it it's is. not so much this, like, adventuring thing. It's more about that. So it, it does make sense where it's like, there were stuff like the Omega-13 in Star Trek, for oh, sure, where it's yeah. like, if you think about it too hard, like, you're, you're, yeah. you're missing the point. Great. All right. My safety net is the plight of the Thermians. Like, I really feel for them. Yeah, and definitely. without their crisis, I feel like it's just a story about these cranky actors, yeah. right? Which <laughs> yeah, is definitely which is entertaining to a certain degree, but like the fat, like the end when um, Malthazar is being like that scene just crushes me, where yeah. he's like, "So you lied, right?" He, yeah, and like their whole their whole thing. Like, I I just think when I watch, I'm like, that's kind of the heart and soul of the movie. Is like they have to be like, well, we want to leave, but we can't. We can't like these people look up to us, yeah, and they shouldn't look up to us because right. we're just actors, right? But they're like, we can't let them down, and so that really, for some reason, I think every time I watch that move, this movie, it kind of moves me. Yeah, they have an innocence that that makes you sort of yes. love them, yeah, and, and root for them, which I definitely agree that they could have been just the kind of blank faces, you know, right. funny looking, funny right. talking, funny sound, you know, whatever. But they really, they yeah. have a, um, you care about them. And they need help big right. time. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. Worst shot of the movie. The little aliens look really bad. Me too. Yeah. yeah. They look really bad. I think there is some good that's effects. That's mine. That's mine too. I was going to say for 1999, this movie looks great. The mod, they clearly modeled the ship. Yeah. The ship looks great. Yep. The rock monster looks pretty good yeah. for 1999. All, I and thought. all of the practical effects look really good. Yeah. Like on. Um, Oh, Ceres. Ceres, yes. On yeah, the Ceres. makeup. Oh, dude, he looks awesome. Really good. Really good. This, this, the ships are good. The, even that goop, like the gel thing. Yeah, that Like that look looks bad. pretty decent. Yeah. Like last week when you were like, oh, this is maybe a smaller movie. Yeah. I yeah. was like, no. And I'm thinking, and I'm was, I, I'm glad that I was right. Like the production values are yeah. super high on this. Yeah. I, it, <laughs> I, when I saw, so, you know, on Letterboxd, it kind of shows you a picture of yeah. like, what it's going to be. Yeah. When I saw that, I was like, okay, this is going to be like a low-budget sort of thing. Right. <laughs> uh, and, yeah. But it wasn't. And I, yeah. I, Overall, I enjoyed the effects, and that's why I was kind of disappointed that those yeah. little aliens looked so bad. Put people in costumes. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, this is pre-Gollum. And they yeah. had to make whole characters out of CGI, and it clearly just, the technology wasn't ready. Yeah. I would say a lot of times it's still not ready. Like, <laughs> they should be doing this. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> All right. Um, it was post Jar Jar Binks, whatever that means. Okay. Best shot of the movie. There's a sh- when the aliens are knocking on the glass. Yeah. Uh, towards the beginning, it's yeah. like you're under the coffee table where Jason is. Yeah. And you're like looking, and you can see like their feet, and they're all they're like bent over <laughs> their their necks. Yeah. Yeah, I love that shot. And you like you raise up and above the coffee table up. and they stand up. Yeah, yeah, it's a great shot. I love that shot too. I love the crew's first sight of the ship when they're coming down this elevator. And again, I think it's a miniature mm-hmm. with a very slow moving camera yeah. where they're coming down this giant elevator. And it's like, even in 2022, I'm like, 
this is pretty cool. Yeah. Like, this looks awesome. This yeah. looks like a big, like a big spaceship. I also said Sam Rockwell smiling in the back of every scene. <laughs> <laughs> his character is so great in this movie. Yeah. So you didn't mention his character in this, which makes it's hilarious because that's maybe the point. Right. That's the point but of his character. We meet him at the very beginning and he is this, he was in like two episodes or something. Yeah, he like, and he, as in his own words, he's the guy who dies to prove yeah. that the situation is serious. His character doesn't have a name. He's a red shirt, as they would say in Star Trek lingo, meaning if ever there's a crew member in a red shirt, it's like, well, that person's going to die because <laughs> there needs to be the expendable people. Right. And uh, so he's a red shirt, but he's introducing them at the convention. Yeah. And so he weasels his way into the actual them getting beamed up. And of course, he immediately regrets it and is like terrified for his life because he's like, no, 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 no. Right. This is the one where I die. This yeah, is the yeah, one yeah. where I die. And so he's he's just losing his mind the entire movie. Yeah, and, it's uh, really funny. I really he's a great character. character. Yeah, I like the character a lot. Guy. His name is Guy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, worst worst scene of this movie. The scene where the ship is being attacked by Saris and his his crew. Yeah. I just maybe this was one of those things where it's like on purpose because it is paying homage to yeah. you know Star Trek. Yeah. But it's like I never once believed that 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 ship was being tossed around like we see on the inside. Oh yeah. Yeah, I just they do that Star Trek thing where they all the they all fall out of their chairs. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't yeah. know. I just I didn't believe that the ship was actually sure. being attacked. Yeah, I think you're right. I don't think we're supposed to. I no. think it's yeah. Mine is that that blue alien scene. This is where the um I think again the Frank I think we lost some Frank in that edit. Because if you remember, this scene kind of serves no purpose. Because Jason gets left behind. Right. But it's kind of you don't really understand why he's left behind. It seems like he's kind of they're fitting the brilliant sphere into sphere into the ship and maybe he can't get in before the aliens get in or something but he ends up down there and the ship is on autopilot so they can't turn it around to go back for him so they get back up to their big ship and they have to use this experimental like beam up technology right. and the aliens are like well we made it but it's built for you we don't actually know if it works right and so they're terrified they're like well what happens and then they try beaming up this other yeah. alien and he ends up inside out and yeah. it explodes which I love. He's like, he arrived inside out yeah, exploded. and exploded. Did he just say? So, but the whole point of that scene, it ends with Frank being like, no, 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 I'm just an actor. I can't do this. What are you right, talking yeah, about? Yeah. Like, I I can't. And they're like, no, no, you can do it. And then he he does and he saves Jason's life. Yeah. And it seems kind of out of nowhere. And I think it feels like because his story, I think, was heavily edited out, probably yeah. because of the weed smoking, yeah. which they couldn't put in a PG-13 rated movie, or a PG rated movie. It feels like yeah. ma- there's some real character development that... That we missed. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so that scene, because of that, it sure. just doesn't make a lot of sense. I agree. It's got some good stuff in it, though. Again, the rock monster, there's some good dialogue, but yeah. I especially love... The, it establishes that technology. Too. Yeah, and the pig... <laughs> I do like the pig exploding inside out. Yeah, I great. do like the monster yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Best scene in the movie. Um, the scene at the end where they all where they split up and they go their three separate ways. We yeah. have Jason calls Brandon. That's Justin Long's character. Yes. That call is is a funny. Mm. It's a funny call. Um, it's great. Alan Rickman. He <laughs> he encounters one of the aliens. Was like up on the ceiling. Yeah, and then he like does this little yell. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. So that yeah, that was funny. Um, 
And then Sam Rockwell, <laughs> Sam Rockwell, like, is has a gun. He's like spinning in circles. Oh yeah. <laughs> He's trying to be like an action movie star. <laughs> yes. It's so not like, working. That whole scene, all that is happening at the same time. It's like one really good thing after another. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. thought that was That is a good scene. sequence. Maybe the thing I appreciated the most about this was that first scene, they beam Jason up. They're like, can you, you're our hero. Can you negotiate with this guy, Saris? Mm-hmm. So he's talking to him over the video phone. And he says, launch all the rockets at him, launch everything we have at him. And they do it, and it's uh, Malthazar's reaction to this. And it adds this, this is more of an acting thing than okay. scene thing, but he adds such, he's this guy, he, again, he has this goofy laugh. Yeah. But he has this horrified, disappointed yeah. sense where he's like, thank you so much for being here. Right. Like, yeah. he's really worried, but he's still trying to kind of, like be nice to Jason and Jason's like alright uh, where's my limo he's disappointed too he's so yeah. disappointed and he's horrified yeah. and that guy just doing that I was just like whoa there's some interesting I believe you yeah. subtlety of yeah. this guy's like really worried and being like all is lost right but I have to save face and keep smiling you know so I loved that cool um, yeah. that, fe- that felt like wow this is maybe deeper than this movie deserves to be sure. or seems to sure, deserve yeah. to be um, I love the scene where Tommy tries to launch the ship. Where he tries to steer oh, yeah. it out of the spaceport. <laughs> it's just scraping the wall <laughs> as it goes. Down. I thought that was so. Every it's time so I long, see it, it lasts so long too. <laughs> and everyone is just like, like, I love how everyone's tilting their heads. Yeah. they're like to the right, and he, I think Jason, he's like a little to the right, but a little to the right. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah I, I love that one. Yeah, it's um, very funny. I also love just the I mentioned before, but like the the scene where they have to explain he has to explain to Malthazar that like I think Tim Allen's acting in that scene is great. Yeah, he's just like we we he doesn't understand what acting is. And right. Like, yeah. We we lied. We lied to you. We didn't. Yep. We're just we we didn't actually do any of that stuff. Right. He's and trying. He's trying his best not to say we lied. Yes, but, but he that, can't. That's actually what they did. So <laughs> yes. so he has to like work around and get to that point. Yes. It's a good scene. Yes. All right. uh, Cutting room floor. What is a scene we could have just cut right out of this movie easily? I I don't like that we go up with Jason, come back down, and then go back up. Okay. So, like, if we could find a way to have everybody come up at once, yeah, one time, and then stay, and then come back. They think it's a gig. Right. And then they come along with with him on the gig and they all get to have the experience right. together. So really I guess the scene that I want to cut is the scene back on Earth. Right. I, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That would maybe l- make it flow a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting why they would... Why... Yeah. There's feels like there's really no reason why he had to experience that alone. Yeah, no. So I think yeah. like maybe they're all together. Maybe it's the next day. Maybe... Okay, so he gets drunk, you know, passes out, has shows up in that weird, you know, gear. He the, uh, the weird like... He looks disheveled. Yeah, yeah. And um and then they take them from there. Yeah. Where they're signing autographs or whatever. Yep. I love that. Yeah. My cutting room floor, just when he's drinking after the convention, uh yeah. he sees an episode of Galaxy Quest on the TV mm-hmm. and it seems like he's like, Yeah. Never give up, never surrender yeah. his tagline. But he's despairing, but it seems like he's he loves the show or he loves he he believes in himself. It's the little mixed messages, and then 
I guess we we need to see him being hung over the next day. I guess that's the only thing that we really lose. So it just felt like that. It was just a couple minutes, but yeah. it felt like maybe it's like it. you know he's saying that line. It's never give up, never surrender. That's the line. Yeah. Maybe it's like he's realizing that it's time to give up this mm. this yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And so he's saying that line, and it's like right. I yeah. said never give up, but I think it's time to actually get right. This up. Yeah, yeah. So maybe it's not even cutting. Maybe it's just making a little Yeah, clear. yeah, yeah, yeah. Imaginary deleted scene. What's the scene we could have used? Maybe another scene that I don't think it needs much. No. I don't think this movie needs much. Um, maybe another scene that is ex- expounding on Jason and Gwen's relationship. Yeah. We haven't even talked about Gwen. <laughs> yeah, at all. and that's and, also kind of part of it, where it's right. like her entire Sigourney Weaver's character, like her whole role in the show, to repeat the computer. just to repeat the computer. Yeah, which is really so. Funny. Uh, but they have some sort of romantic history. Yeah, and so I think maybe another scene that yeah that talks about that. Yeah, it seems like they yeah they, they, they hint they, at so much. They mention and, it once, once or twice. Yeah, but and then they they're together at the end. It seems like they hinted that they never got together, but they could have. Maybe. Like, uh, yeah. Well, they want that. Yeah. 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 It's, it's so maybe something a else unclear. there. Yeah. Yeah. It could have definitely benefited from more there. Um, as I said, Frank's story, again, I think yeah. it actually was cut out because of the rating. So I'm just like, I just love that character so much. I think he's so funny. Like he, he makes these weird decisions, the way he says his lines, the way he kind of just instantly accepts everything. And of course right. he's the pothead. So he's just like, all right, cool. This makes right. sense. <laughs> yeah. We just got beamed up. Okay. Yeah. Next, you know, right. Um, other than that, I just had a, this is a technical thing, but like at the very end, who does Saris disguise himself? Oh, as Frank. He, yeah. and it's like, we haven't seen him. I guess that's maybe one of the, the Thermian's camouflage devices. But it's oh, not established yeah. how no, he can do that, how he can like, cloak himself as another person. Well, and it, so it, it did happen on the ship right before. How? Because remember, they use Omega-13 to go back 13 seconds. Uh-huh. Because he comes in as... Oh, this is the scene that you're talking about. Yes. I'm okay. saying... So Saris can... Camouflages himself as Frank comes out, shoots everybody. Yes, and sorry. then he used he he yeah. rewinds time. So it's like, but it seems in a movie like this, you need to establish that camouflage I thing agree. earlier. Yes. Yep. So I'm like, and maybe again, maybe it's the thing that the Thermians are using to hide their true natures. Right. You know, because they're actually these crazy tentacle monsters. But anyway, I agree. I, that's just a little thing where I'm like, that feels like a screenwriting thing that could have yeah. been a little smoother. Uh, unsung hero of this movie. Uh, character who's not in the top five of IMDb, who did, who elevated this movie with their performance, Justin Long. Yeah, thought he was great. He was very great. funny. He like when he running to take out the trash. Like yes, oh that he's was a kid. Great. He's a kid. I mean, he's a kid who loves Star Trek, <laughs> and it's yeah, it's I great. Just think he's great. Yeah, I love. I didn't write this down even for quotes, but I love when his mom, at the end he's like telling his parents all this crazy stuff. He's like, we have to use these Roman candles. He's like the the whatever the ship is landing and we have to and then they're like okay and then he leaves and his mom's like at least he's outside right yeah <laughs> so I just love that like sentiment yeah um you may disagree with this but mine is Enrico Colantoni as Mathazar again okay, just because yeah. of those subtle and yeah. especially then when he's he's told that it's a lie like I feel like he just 
he just emoted really well. And it was a, this is kind of a, kind of like we were talking about Leonardo DiCaprio in Once Upon a Time, how it's like he has to pretend like he's an actor who's acting poorly and then acting a little better. Right. Later. Yeah. It's like, same kind of thing here. It's like he has to act like an alien who's trying to be a human. And he, there's so many little weird little things he does. And yeah. I love that. Yeah. Uh, cool. Great. Best quotes. There was a quote. I don't remember the exact quote. I wish I did. And maybe you have it about yeah. miners and miners. Oh, yeah. I don't Frank. remember what the quote was. He's like, they're these little blue aliens because it's yeah. like a mining colony. And he's like, they're miners. He goes, I don't even know what age they are. <laughs> yeah, he's like, no, like miners. That. And he's like, you lost me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. That yeah. that quote made me laugh. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, one uh, one that I loved is just a subtle thing, but at the very beginning or at the beginning where they bring Jason up first mm-hmm. and he's clearly he's really hungover and he's just like, squinting and they bring him up and you know he he doesn't know that he's just been beamed up to an actual like star cruiser right. and they're like captain is there anything you require he goes you know what i could use as a cup holder and a couple of advil <laughs> a cup holder <laughs> um, and uh another one is so uh alan rickman's character his his um dr lazarus mm-hmm. he's spock obviously right it's just spock the whole thing but he, uh, his quote from the show that everyone wants him to say is, by Grabthar's hammer, you will yeah. be avenged. Right. And he hates the quote more than anything. And <laughs> they're, so he says it twice in the movie. Yeah. And they're both maybe my favorite lines of the entire movie. At the first one, <laughs> they're operating like an electronic store. Yeah. And everyone else says their lines yeah. in the crew. And they get to him and he goes... He's just huge sigh, yeah. and he goes, "By Grabthaw's hammer, what a savings!" <laughs> <laughs> he's so reluctant. Yeah, he hates it. I love it. I also love that he's in his makeup the entire movie, the until entire the movie. very end. Yeah. Like when you see his hair sticking yeah. out, I thought that was really funny. Um, I wonder if there's something to that. But at the very end, there's this guy that is Quillic. literally ba- yes, who's lived his entire life emulating dr lazarus yep. and he's dying he's been shot mm-hmm. and he's telling him he's like my whole life was worth it because i got to meet you right and he's like mo- really moved and he says by Grabthar's hammer by the sons of warven you shall be avenged yeah and it's like such a moving powerful moment of like this guy hates this line but he's right. connected to this guy mm-hmm. he's connected to this like younger alien dude yeah my other one that just gets me Every, every time is Frank. They're all beamed up and mm-hmm. he's getting something out of the, uh, again, he's got the munchies. I think that's what they're saying. Sure. <laughs> he's trying to get something out of this vending machine. And that's why everyone else gets beamed up first. Right. Because he's not standing in this little circle or whatever. Uh-huh. So everyone, and they're just like, remember Sam Rockwell just screams, you yeah. know, like, <laughs> <laughs> they're all just shaking and they're they can't they just got they just you know zoomed yeah. billions of miles through yeah. space and their worlds have just been torn apart and he lands like a, a minute after and they're all still just like shaking and he just goes that was a hell of a thing <laughs> it's because he's high i know yeah and then he turns around and he goes what's up with them <laughs> and tim tim allen goes i don't know <laughs> But that line of him just going, yeah. that was a hell of a thing. Yeah. It's, just, a, yeah, it's very it gets funny. gets me every time, his his delivery. Um, 
Yeah. All right. Uh, film or movie? Movie. Yeah. I will say though, I I love how this movie. I think this movie does have something to say. I think it said it's talking yeah. about how, and it actually is a point that we bring up. It's kind of the point of this segment. Yeah. Is that entertainment can be entertainment, but it can also mean like a lot yes. to to an audience. Absolutely. So like Star Trek. I mean, like we talked about, it's, it does have these little dilemmas, you know, ethical dilemmas or whatever, but it, it's for entertainment. It's fun to watch. It's, yeah. you know, kind of dumb sci-fi stuff. Yeah. But it it means so much to so many people. Star Wars, same way, Lord of the Rings, like all these yeah. things, like it's just movies and it's just entertainment, yeah. but it- World of Warcraft. Yeah. 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 All, all of these sort of cultural pillars. Touchstones. <laughs> yeah. 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 And it, it- I love that this movie says that. Yeah. It's like, look, this is this is Star Trek. It's Star Trek, you know, yeah. but we love it. It's the best Star Trek movie. <laughs> right. Yeah. I agree. I like this better than pretty much any Star Trek movie I've seen. I don't seen. think I've, I've ever seen... even seen a Star Trek movie. Oh, really? Even I've the seen... newer ones? Oh, uh, I did Chris see Pine. the one with Chris Pine. I okay. think yeah. I saw the first one, okay. maybe the second one. Yeah. Yeah, I totally. I totally agree. I think it's showing us literally... A version of the fans and how they literally saved the the, yes. the day, but it's also showing us with the Thermians. It's saying, like that's that's kind of a an an allegory or or a metaphor for how something that we make as entertainment can then mean way more than we think it does to right. some other people. Yeah. That must be how some creators feel, especially Gene Roddenberry or whoever makes these shows. Yeah, it's a big celebration of that, and yeah. and to not and to say, hey, like. This stuff can be really important, even if it, the intent behind it isn't right. Yeah, even if it's just it is just made for entertainment. Yeah, like entertainment can be impactful. Yeah, I I love. I think the story. The reason that I love this movie is is just is the story. Right. I think it's a great idea. It's taking these people into this. These people who are they, they seem they feel like they're worthless. They feel like they're right washed up and it places them in this new environment and there's this these people there that really require a lot of them them and really idolize them mm -hmm. and then of course you have the the fans with Justin Long I just love the dynamics of it and it feel it feels like it really works you get yeah. a lot of great payoffs the different there's great character arcs like Jason finally gets to be selfless he understands first of all he comes around on the fans so brandon right, yes like he right. blows them off at the beginning but he realizes that he needs them at the end and then second of all he says at the beginning right before that when he blows them off there's he says well a captain's nothing without his crew and it's kind of said in this way where it's like yeah but we see him leaving them behind all the right time. Yeah. so of course at the very end it's like he's come around on that and he's saying yeah. And that the reboot, I think, is kind of the end of that arc where he's like, listen, I have the power to make this happen. We, yeah. like, I'm going to bring these people with me because they're part of why, they're a big reason why I'm... So I, I love... The, so many people have character development Yeah, there, there's a lot of... There is a lot of character yeah. development. Uh, great. Personal rating? Four out of five. Love it. I did too. Yeah. I thought it was... I, I love that you... I love that it's four for you. Yeah. But I also love the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it's um it was a lot of fun i i have seen star trek my dad loves star trek yeah he's a next generation guy are you a next generation or original guy uh next generation yeah yeah too. i can't i mean i think if you're an original guy 
you like something different. It's a weird thing, just a little aside here. Sure. Star Trek, I think, is one of the most fascinating fan bases and like properties out there because it's not because of the success of the original that it's what it is today. Right. It's because of the next generation, which right. was a good at least 15 years after the first series. Because yeah. the first series only went for like three seasons or something. It wasn't very... Like, looking back, like when I was going to yeah. go watch it, I was like, well, there's not that many episodes. <laughs> no, and Gener- Next Generation came out in 88, I think. It's, yeah, and there's a ton of seasons of that. Yeah, and like, so it's really... That's fascinating to me, where it's like the spur- uh, Kirk and Spock is venerated and very honored right. in the fan base, but it's... I mean, Picard is the guy. Right. And that whole crew, like anybody who loves it, I feel like that that's the real foundation of the yeah, show. All it's, of those took characters. it way more seriously. Yeah. Doctor yeah. Crusher and Worf, you know, Riker, yeah. Worf, Data, yeah. like all those Data, characters. Yeah, I grew so my my grandparents. I would I would go over their house a lot, and I would on I think it was Fox twenty five was the the station. Yeah. But like after dinner, I'd watch episodes of Next Generation, and yeah, didn't understand it when I was a kid, but I loved. I love Spock. I mean, I mean, I love sorry. Data. I love Data. But Data is the Spock exactly, character. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I love. I loved his the makeup and and everything about it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I'm mine's a five. Still personal rating. Yeah. Uh, critical. I'm gonna give this a four. I also gave it a four. Great. Yep. Awesome. I would say, man, without except for the uh, the Frank stuff again, I feel like that's a real flaw. Sure, and I yeah. think if that for me, if that flaw isn't there, I would bump this up to a four point five. Right? I, I would could say definitely this is that. like an excellent, excellent, excellent movie that you really can't poke a lot of holes in. Right, but I'm like, there's just a couple loose ends. Yeah, and it doesn't it doesn't really diminish my love for it, but I think it's there. So definitely four for me. All right, great double feature, Jake's drive-in of which <laughs> I am I'm making the popcorn. I'm taking the tickets. <laughs> You're the bankroll guy. That's right. And but together we have a spreadsheet and we're putting together <laughs> our movies, our movie pairings. Uh Galaxy Quest is in the six thirty slot. What's at the what's at the nine o'clock slot? Space balls. Nice. Okay. <laughs> I think it's it's yeah. Th- there's not a m- better movie, I don't think, to put in that second spot. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Mine is Men in Black. You ever seen Men in Black? Yeah. 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 Uh around the same time. I think it's I think there are two of that era. There are two sci-fi comedies. I think that can. I would still. I think still hold weight, yeah. and I think that's one of them. I think the effects are pretty good. The world building is pretty fun. Yeah, uh, and the the acting is pretty good. And then uh, just especially like the the makeup and costumes and stuff are great on that. Cool. Yeah. Men in Black. It's a good one. Fun. I didn't even think about this. I actually saw Men in Black Three at a drive-in. So there interesting. Maybe you should have chose Men in Black Three. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I would not do that at all. <laughs> Ooh, I wouldn't uh, even put Men in Black Two. Okay, which, which one is three? Is that the one where Jermaine Clement is in that one? Is that the one where Tommy Lee Jones like loses his memory, or is that two? I don't remember. I think that might be the third one. Anyway. Yeah, there was another one too, but I didn't even I haven't even seen the. The new one with Chris Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, and um, what's her name? Tessa Thompson, I think. Uh, Have not seen it. Not a huge, not a not a big devotee of uh, the Men in Black series, but uh, that first one with uh, oh my gosh, Vincent D'Onofrio as Edgar, the bug guy. Ooh, (laughs) love that guy. Alrighty, 
it's that time, the fans' favorite part of the episode, where we're <laughs> finding out it can't be, but it's probably <laughs> ours, uh, where we're going to decide live on the air what are the next two movies we watch. I'll say this. Season one will be finished after the first 20 of our 40 total movies mm-hmm. is off of our list. Have We've watched and discussed them. And then season two will be the next 20. We've decided that ne- after these next two movies, we've decided what the last two are going to be. And it's actually going to be three. If that's a little that's right. clue for all of you. So uh, these will be the last two that we're choosing from this list because we've already chosen the last two, which will reveal... Yes. Two episodes from now. Yep. I'm looking at Jake's list. So far, we got Pirates of the Caribbean, Moneyball, The Conjuring, Spider-Man 2, Hacksaw Ridge, The Dark Knight, The Witch, National Treasure. We have 12 movies left. We just did a bunch of action stuff. Action, horror, superheroes. Good mix. Whatever is opposite of that i'm gonna say the next movie off of jake's list and the next movie that we watch is going to be napoleon dynamite yes (laughs) which spoiler alert i'm probably gonna rate pretty high uh because i love that movie too uh that's my choice mine is on the complete opposite end of the spectrum love it We're going to watch a movie that I have not seen. Okay. Saving Private Ryan. You have not seen Saving Private Ryan yet? No. I have it on DVD, but I've never seen it. (laughs) Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Steven Spielberg. Tom Hanks. Wonderful. I I understand it's it's like a classic. It's like the war movie. It was a big deal. So I'm excited to watch. I've been looking for a reason to watch it. And great <laughs> great yeah yeah i can't wait i think right. i actually picked it up when i saw that it was, it was on your list i oh, think great. i picked i saw it it was yeah. like a steel book or something in mckay's Sweet. and so i picked it up i was like okay. oh, well. great I, I look forward very much to discussing both of these movies this nice. sounds like a pretty fun week okay y'all we'll do napoleon dynamite next followed by saving private ryan followed by a special three-parter which we will reveal presently soon. (laughs) Not presently. No. In a little bit. Okay, bye. See ya.